right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Sean Steele Law Firm podcast. Today, we have an exciting episode for you all. It is, uh, we're joined by the one and only David Cruz, Dr. David Cruz. David uh, is the owner of Web Exercises, <clears throat> and, uh, and we are so grateful to have him here. Uh, he is going to be talking about some groundbreaking, revolutionary, going to change your life kind of stuff. Uh, and I'm very much looking forward to speaking with him. I am joined today, as always, by the electric uh, Mr. Sean Steele. Sean, it's good to be here with you. If, if you're wondering, doctors, why Alex is acting strangely, <clears throat> he is a strange person uh, most of the time, but today he's unusually very strange, uh, and there's a good reason for that. So we do have an announcement. Alex uh, <clears throat> put together a case he's been working on for three years and uh, put a team together and had a jury trial in Santa Monica, which has got a kind of a shaky reputation. You never know what you're going to get out of Santa Monica. They spent a day and a half picking the jury. Uh, and at the end of the day, our, our, our client, who was in a crosswalk, nice uh, elderly uh, person, uh, a person made a left turn and ran right into her, ran over her, and, and she suffered a number of injuries. And I think uh, Alex will, I'll let you describe those injuries because they weren't like horrible. She's, she can ambulate, she could do things, uh, but her, his, her life was compromised. But uh, Alex made a very generous uh, idea where they could have settled a case for two hundred thousand dollars last uh, what two years ago? Uh, it was a it was two million dollars and it was one year ago. <clears throat> and no, I still think it was right. It couldn't have been two hundred thousand because the medical bills were extensive. So it was for two million dollars, and then uh, then you raised it to to two and a half million dollars. Uh, a few, couple of months ago, if I have that right. Still $2 uh, million. We left that $2 million open for a very long time, right up to the eve of trial, giving them every opportunity to do the right thing and pay. Oh, pay then, you, then you repeated again and again and again, please pay the $2 million. You really do want to pay the $2 million. That's a policy limit. That's how much insurance you have. You should pay the $2 million. Everybody's going to be happier. Their, uh, their offer was 200000 That was it. It was very, very low. Very close. 550000 that was at right before trial. So they did raise it a notch. And at the end of the day, you see, you know, we have to go through this filtering process to keep Alex safe and secure because, you know, the numbers are beyond him sometimes. And then he called me Monday morning. The jury met for 18 minutes Monday morning and came with a number, a unanimous number of $11 million. So that's a big deal, no matter what. So it's the biggest verdict that's been seen in Los Angeles for a while. Uh, and it turns out we're having a, a special conference, an international conference of trial lawyers this weekend in Las Vegas. There's going to be 5,000 trial lawyers there, and everybody's going to know it was our firm and Alex <clears throat> that brought in that verdict. And so uh, Alex is not quite normal. Uh, luckily, he's got a wife that keeps him in line, and his children remind him that he's no big deal, and, and, and they're only three years old. Today, we've got a, a, something I've been very much... Uh, appreciative of, and that's the, whole, the, the, the real chiropractor embraces and pushes uh, home exercise. And there's a good practical trial lawyer reason for it. Patients that take care of themselves are appreciated by juries. Secondly, insurance companies don't like to pay for strictly passive care. The old days where patient comes in, 
lays down, gets a massage, gets infrared, gets adjustments, and then they leave and they don't do anything else, isn't the kind of uh, adjustments that BJ Palmer was talking about, not the kind of uh, uh, kind of work chiropractors have always done. It, it's a chiropractic is a movement where people get well uh, and and they they help provide self-care and the chiropractor needs to give direction to that. So this is a, a kind of an exciting new chapter. David has taken it on a much higher level. He's a chiropractor that practices in Marin County. He's uh, He's got a product that's second to none. Uh, and I, rather than me trying to describe it, I think we'll, we'll introduce to, uh, Dr. Cruz and uh, you tell us how we can have a patient do home exercise uh, document it, prove that the patient's really doing it, that it's credible, which the jury and the judge, the mediator, and the insurance company are going to value and appreciate. Because, And how does the doctor get paid for this? I mean, this is like a hole in one. Thank you, Sean. And Alex, well, you hit the nail on the head, right? People that stay active and exercise as part of their care, it's going to strengthen the case. So a lot of docs are familiar with the standard coding, which you need to do in the office, giving people some stretches, giving people some exercises in office, especially in those initial phases. As their care starts to taper, as they start to get better, you still should be doing some exercise. But what's new and really groundbreaking is you can now, on personal injury liens, get paid or bill for creating and monitoring home exercise when they're not in the office. And that's what is completely new to the industry. In uh, COVID times, there were some uh, codes passed that allowed medical physicians to bill for reviewing physiological data, a heart monitor, blood samples, things of that, and they could literally bill and get reimbursed. What happened in the billing world as of January 1st there's four new codes called remote therapeutic monitoring. Four of those codes are specific for Medicare patients. Stay with me here. And it's on the physical therapy side. You go, well, what does this have to do with the chiropractor? Well, we now have four established validated codes for creating an exercise program, sending it to the patient and checking in on them when they're at home, meaning seeing what feedback they give you. I'm doing great on my exercise program. Uh, my shoulder's a little sore. My neck's a little sore. By just reviewing that and documenting that, you can actually now get paid. So that is what's really groundbreaking now is that you no longer only can get paid for just the in-office, but now we can start to see that on some personal injury cases. That's, <clears throat> that sounds incredibly innovative. Have, has, it been, has it been tested? Have you ever seen it work? We actually have clinics testing now and we're welcoming, you know, more clinics. It is so new to both, well, just in healthcare, since it was January 1st of this year, these codes were established. No one really knows about it. So we have been reaching out to clinics and getting them. And they are currently, we have a number of clinics that are, that are testing it currently. You know, uh, by having this <clears throat> now home exercise is encouraged by the federal government, Medicare, that kind of sets a standard, but it's never, I've never seen this in a PI case. And I'm kind of going the old school. I like to stay in the middle of the herd. Uh, I like to stay in the middle of the covered wagon train. I don't want to be a, a, an experimenter. 
I don't want to be a scout out, 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 outside the safety zone. And I just want, want to get paid. I just want, want the case to, to, to be organic. I'm going to tell you on this particular case with this, with this program, this documentation, I will fight for it and support it. Now, I think a lot of carriers are going to say, what, 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 what is that? We've never seen that before. Uh, I'm, you know, I think it's uh, the program and the idea sells itself. Uh, Alex and I do a mediation arbitration weekly, uh, just throughout the year. We have tons of mediation, tons of arbitration, and then, then, a, then a happy trial once in a while. The key is, Alex, <clears throat> I've never asked you this question. This is unrehearsed, but uh, could you defend this type of coding and this type of, uh, this type of work? What would you want to see? Let me add something in before you answer yeah. that, Alex, because yeah. we're also talking about demonstrating if they're having continued pain, because all of that gets charted and fed back into the notes. So as the case continues on for four to six months or longer, you're actually documenting some ongoing pain as part of this whole, whole system. So I think it could validate um, you know, these symptoms aren't resolving. Yeah. And, and I was thinking the same thing, which is essentially just, it, it, it'll boil down to documentation. It'll boil down to documented necessity. Um, it'll boil down to how well it's, it's, it's noted in the chart, what is being done, why it's being done. Um, and then I think it's easily defensible. Um, Let there's, me a question here, there's a question here about what, what the codes actually are. Do you, do you happen to yep. know them? I, I do. So let me add this. By simply billing them, let's go to the, the Medicare side for a second, because we're using that as kind of the standard. You can't simply bill them and expect to get paid. Your, the software program you are using has to meet the FDA guidelines for software as a medical device. So that is what we've built in two web exercises as a module for this that does meet the guidelines for the FDA of software as a medical device, which includes that validated documentation that is, that is necessary. So to your question on the codes, for creating a program, the code is 98975. By providing some monitoring, it, the second code is a 98977. Uh, uh, and then the other code is a 98980 and a 98981. So there's four codes. There's some specific things which you have to do in chart, but literally creating a program, sharing it with the patient digitally via email or through the mobile device, that qualifies. And then by checking in on their feedback, maybe they're only in the office one time during the week, but you have them reporting two other three times about how the exercise program is going by simply looking at the notes, what they're saying, you chart the time, what you reviewed, that's how that process gets, gets done. Yeah, and, and Dr. Jeff uh, wrote in just now with a great point that this would very much help eliminate gaps in treatment. I mean, you can have a patient that maybe is, you know, going back east to visit their sick mother and they're not going to be able to come in for three weeks. And you don't want to have a three-week gap in treatment, particularly not in the first, you know, X number of, uh, of you know, months of treatment. Well, you can have this exercise program. You can be checking in with them periodically. You could be reviewing the notes, like you were saying, uh, all that stuff. It totally would help eliminate those gaps in treatment, which we, we you know, can be case killers, toward, especially toward the beginning. Yep. No, you read my mind. I was actually going to suggest that as well. Well, let me tell you, this is, this is something I hadn't even thought of. 
Dr. Jeff came up with it. It's one of the great problems in PI cases. The patient has a life. So they, so they bought tickets a year ago for a, for a cruise. They probably hate cruises as much as I do, but the wife insisted on it. So you go to the cruise and you're miserable. But what could be happier than being in touch with your doctor, talking about your home exercise program? All of these cruise ships do have gyms and facilities. And this is a low stress type of workout. Um, we have a talk, David, you have so much more on this, but this is a big problem in solving the gaps. And guess what? This is going to be one of our new themes for, for our seminars next year, because it really does open the door. Dave, when I first met you, the concept of trying to teach a patient home exercise was kind of new and different. Now, now chiropractors have been doing that since, since, since you know, since old man Palmer himself. And, and that's what we should be doing. Uh, and what's kind of attractive about it is that when the patient's doing home exercise, you don't, you know, you're not charging for it, but to teach the patient, to monitor the patient, you have to get paid for it because that takes your time. So it's a win-win all yep. the way around. You started off by doing books and sketches, and then you went quickly to the internet. <laughs> Explain the model. What does web exercises do? And then you got this new form of making this almost mandatory. Yeah, so this was an idea back in 2005. Uh, tired of the stick figures, those handouts, which no one understands, and then they get lost, right? And then they get copied over and over and over again. And the next thing you know, you don't know, you know, what what it is. Is it a dog? Is it a person? Is it a cat? What you know? What is that? Mm -hmm. And so the idea was simply making it easy to engage patients in exercise sending them digitally. In 2005, the challenge was broadband was only in about 20% of businesses. So uh, we, uh, we definitely worked through that. Um, and now you can deliver exercise programs to any mobile device. We have a mobile app. The doc, we have it super easy. We have over 100 protocols. We have all sorts of different resources. We even have outcome assessment, Sean, so we can give validated assessment on neck pain level, back pain level, overall function, which is also going to support that, that case. So we're really trying to take the workout for the doc, making it the, the time-consuming process, making it streamlined, making it easy. We've done the work. You, the docs, do what they do best, treat. Let's help them be more efficient in this really important component of, of exercise and getting the patients what they need, staying engaged, and giving them exercise program access on their smartphone and the ability to give them the doc's feedback on how they're doing, whether they're on that cruise or on the beach, like uh, the screen behind you or uh, at home. Now, uh, I, I, there's a great question that just popped up and, and we haven't, I haven't asked you about this yet. So uh, here's hoping you have a good answer, but I'm sure, but, but I'm sure that you do. So when you, when you make it this, um, I don't want to say easy, but when you, when you make it like, you know, uh, as part of the patient's chart there, there, you can easily tell if the patient has actually done the exercises they were assigned to do. There's the yep. feedback element. Yep. It's just as easy to see if they haven't done what they were supposed to do. Um, and in a PI case, the non-compliance factor could be particularly problematic. Um, whereas in, in regular, you know, just assigning them a handful of home exercises, you know, there's, you, you know, they come in, maybe they lie or they say, yeah, I've been doing them or I've been doing them so-so and they mark it in the chart. It's not going to be a factor in a PI case. In this, 
the digital download of, of your website and, and their plan and their feedback and what they've done and haven't done is all going to be evidence. Um, how do you deal with the non-compliance factor? I mean, how do you deal with the possibility that and probability that some percentage of patients aren't just not that interested in being particularly active in their own treatment and they just yep. want to come in and be, you know, adjusted and heat packs and tens units and then go home and come back a couple of days later and have it done to them again. What do you do with that? Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a great question. That's something which we all struggle with uh, as, as providers is, is keeping that patient engaged. I mean, we send out over 30,000 exercise uh, programs every month. So we, we deliver a lot of these. And what we find is the open rate is about 70% of that 70%. Uh, I think the latest I saw about 59% of those are actively engaging and putting in feedback. So it looks for the, a lot of it comes back to the doctor and stressing the importance as this is part of their care. Your care doesn't end when you walk out the door and just start once you walk in the door. It is part of a, a continuum of care once they leave it off. So a lot of it is through, through education um, as well. And we also have educational content to make it easier for patients to understand uh, if I have a disc issue or facet issue. We try and provide resources for the doc that supports what they do in the office from an education standpoint and exercise standpoint so that patient can be successful once they leave that office. Uh, let, let me drill down a little bit. This is all uh, new and, and, and experimental, and it really depends on how much information you provide as well. Uh, <clears throat> we've had, we, we started off in ancient history before the internet was stick men. We have a stick man, we give it to the patient, I got them. I got them from doctors, and uh, that you're supposed to do it. And you had no idea what 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 the, what the actual mm -hmm. exercise was. And then, then doctors started showing the patients how to do it, and that's where the doctor's time should get paid. There, there's a legitimate fee. Now we've got it uh, with with the uh, with the internet. Uh, I, I understand you have a Marilyn Monroe lookalike that actually does <laughs> some of the exercises, uh, and, and so that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, I'm glad you dropped Jane Fonda. Uh, Marilyn Monroe is a much better, much better person uh, for for copying that. And so you have it down where you can get, uh, you can put out the the, the specific code uh, or the or the specific injury code, uh, and then from there you can determine the right kinds of exercises the patient needs to do. And the patient's going to under, yep. un understand this most of the time. To answer uh, Alex's concern, uh, if you just give everything. I mean, every note, every compliance, every internet, that's going to be way too much. All, all mm -hmm. we're offering is we're going to say exercise was done. Here's a copy of the program. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, so we do have to, have to give some thought. Uh, I don't think most carriers for the, for the next couple of years are going to say, hey, you know, exactly how compliant was the patient? Uh, how, many, how many exercises did you ask them to do? Uh, if, if you ask them to do 30 and they only did three, aren't they not helping themselves? It could be a problem. It's just something, you're right, it's a struggle. But right now, the benefit far exceeds the cost. Uh, and Alex is a pretty clever guy. He'll probably come up with the method. But I, I think in the meanwhile, uh, we just simply offer the evidence that's true. The patient did 12 home exercises. The doctor evaluated the patient twice. Uh, you told me, uh, what is it, the, the 9935? I have to talk to Sam Collins. The initial code, you get paid so much, but if it's a remote code, you've mm -hmm. seen bills that get paid up to $185. How much time is required to do that? Uh, over the course of 30 uh, 
over the course of 30 days, about 30 minutes of time. That includes creating the program, talking to the patient, the things which the doc is already doing. I mean, the, here's the thing is that the doc is already doing a lot of this in office because as you know, Sean, in office is what, what we want, right? As we were, we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So now we're just talking about getting paid on top of the standard, what's the 97110 uh, code, the therapeutic exercise in office. Now for creating the program, sending it, um, we can actually look at some reimbursement for that, or potential reimbursement, yeah. Well, I think we're built for put on a PI lien and, and I, I, I'm happy to take something like that. You know, we get all, all the time, we get this new machine that costs a doctor 20, 50, $80,000. And this new machine is going to do diagnosis never be, before uh, we've ever seen. And, and it usually turns out to be a junk machine that doesn't really change the doctor's uh, information or analysis. And uh, then we want to charge a fortune for those machines. And I hate them. I, you know, we, we, we've been through every generation. Every, every generation, there's a whole new machine that you can buy. It's going to pay for itself at six months. And it's a bundle of lies by, by manufacturers. This is the real deal. And I, you know, we only have nine minutes, David, and I, I you know, when you get a new patient and the patient comes to, to the doctor and, you know, we got a, you know, we got a bad neck and a, and a, and a low back, uh, right-sided, uh, uh, problem, you're, the doctor's going to design on web exercises, a specific set of exercises, but it's actually, they can actually see the exercise on a video and just copy that like you would do with, uh, you know, any of these shows that you see on TV, you know, these exercise programs. Is that about right? Yeah. And to, to Alex's point, in our platform, you can pull up uh, you know, a next cervical sprain strain, for instance. It'll show maybe six exercises for that, which you can do in office. Mm -hmm. You ne don't necessarily want to send that all of them home. Maybe send the patient home with two of them. I a lot of times. That's the point. I don't want to make it too yep. complicated, give them Correct. too many things to do. Yep. Uh, and then the outcome assessments, that's just something that they respond to you by email uh, of, of some all, type. It's at all through the program. Yep. It's all digital. They can fill out the outcome assessment digitally online, digitally on their phone even. And it comes back as a scored document in the Docs Web Exercises account. Yeah, that to me is a huge, a huge bonus. Uh, we and you recommend these uh, uh, re remote uh, sessions at least once a month. If you do it every single week, that's going to be overdoing it, charging too Correct. much. And we're, we're we're exploring a new area of billing and getting paid for the actual work that you have to do. And remote billing is a big thing here. So you know, more more and more patients like like. You know, like what we're doing right now. We don't have to go anywhere. We just talk to each other. Of course, I, I am at the beach right now. That's not true. But uh, it gives you an idea. Alex, we got a couple of questions, burning questions. Uh, Rosalie Jones. Well, uh, well, the Dr. Jones, I, and I believe it's doctor. Hopefully it's a doctor. Uh, he is a doctor. What's wrong with you? Everybody knows Rosalie Jones. She me was asking about uh, if Medicare has been accepting all of your bills in the past, wouldn't that suffice if we have comparable software? Yeah, that's kind of an inside question. Okay, um, no, because these, the, the remote therapeutic monitoring, and this is on the physical therapy side, remember, require specific, uh, again, the software to meet specific things. Your normal billing software does not have that. 
Um, so there's specific things which the software, in order to document, track, receive that feedback, you must meet. And so the general, you can't just use these billing codes in any in any uh, software. Okay. And the last question is, uh, Dr. Linda, friend of ours from uh, from the East Bay, is asking, is this only for PI? And that's a good question. I, you know, I, my world is pretty yep. shrunk into this PI yep. thing, uh, but it seems yes. like it should be. First of all, I think work comp will take a while to even accept it because they really have a lot of inflexible rules. Sure. So here's here's the thing: the codes work through Medicare on the medical PT side. They're validated codes, and I reviewed the 2023 fee schedule for Medicare, which came out about three weeks ago or uh, four weeks ago, these codes are still there. So these codes aren't going to go away because it's looked at as remote care saves money because it cuts down on in-office visits. So currently, I think that this trend is going to continue on, will be slowly adopted by more insurance companies. At the moment, on the Cairo side, you're not going to be able to bill your 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 standard uh you know blue cross blue shield and that sort of ah, thing and that's okay. why so so regular insurance is not going to go for it and john Steele's uh, personal injury universal uh, and alex eisner you know he did get a nice big fat jury verdict and i'm surprised he could get his head into our office uh, in the last couple of days it was really, a tight fit really big all right um no, the, the good, good questions, David. We need to get you again. Uh, what I'd like to do uh, going forward is having some actual uh, videos of the kinds of things that the patients experience. But now I'm going to put you on the spot. Let's say I'm a struggling doctor and I'm working hard to get patients well, and I want to look at your software. Do I have to pay a ransom and and <laughs> sell my firstborn to slavery to to pay for it? How do I do? because we have to pay you because you got engineers, you've, you've got uh, a- analytics, uh, and you got a sophisticated program. How can I get a taste of this without it costing a fortune and see how I can use it in my practice? Yep. You can, they can sign up. It's as much as you're going to, uh, you'll spend more on your Starbucks coffee for, for a month. I'll, I'll just say that. It's either $29 to give it a try. Mm. Or they can actually sign up for an annual program, and that's about three ninety nine for a year, which you save some money. But it'll end up paying for itself with all the different assets. We do the heavy lifting as part of creating this whole exercise and engagement platform. Well, I think twenty nine bucks sounds reasonable on a risk any time, and I certainly spend that much for Starbucks in a week. Uh, make no doubt about it. But uh, now, so and, and wait, and wait, just to just to be clear, I'm putting up on the screen here. Is this is this your website here? I just picked that up. is that is great. That's our education platform. So we have a fully compliant education platform, and right mm-hmm. there is a course that you can take for CE. So we provide that exercise prescription. Oh. Look at that. That guy. Man. That is on our academy. So we do both things. We have a full learning academy with some of the best speakers. And right there is one of them. And then we also have our exercise prescription platform as well. So we want educated doctors. So Dr. Cruz, this, this course appears to be offered by a man named Sean Steele and Alexander Eisner. But then down here, I'm only seeing Sean Steele. You know what? I think it covered all the essentials. And there's nothing wrong with mentioning your name, Alex. And I'm glad they did. <laughs> that was that was uh that was like a multiple years in the making of that particular 
jostling. <laughs> well, it's well worth it, though. Well, that, you... that, do we have, by the way, I think we have uh, David's website on our on our website. We we we, we like giving as much pro-chiropractic information as possible. Dave, Dave, David knows that I'm probably one of his biggest enthusiastic supporters for the concept of home care. Uh, now that you can get paid for it, uh, makes it a, a you know, makes it a lot more interesting. Yeah. Uh, your patients are going to appreciate it. That's another factor. Patients that you actually give a damn about how they get well, rather than just having three visits a week and get out of my office. This is a higher level of patient loyalty that you're going to be earning. Um, but yeah, try it out for $29. If you hate it, let me know. If you love it, let him know. Um, uh, so in the last uh, minute here uh, that we have yeah. left with uh, Dr. Cruz, I want to make sure we thank him for coming, mm -hmm. agreeing to come on the show. Uh, I really appreciate your time, doctor. That's really, really generous of you. Um, I do want to say briefly uh, against my better judgment that the ethics course that is up on his, uh, on the uh, Academy Exercises Academy uh, is, uh, is a full uh, ethics uh, two hour. You can get your two hours of ethics and law. It's a CE certified uh, in, in uh, California. Uh, and uh, we have a 20% off code ethics 20. We'll get you 20% off. If you sign up for the ethics course, Sean and I is Sean, Sean and my, my Sean and my ethics, my, eth it's my ethics course. I did all the filming. I did all Sean, the writing. Sean and, Sean and me, a lot of Sean, a little bit of mini me. It's, it's a lot of my work if I remember correctly, okay. but anyway. Alex uh, wants to mention that we have a blockbuster, incredible, our annual seminar, it's going to be uh, exactly November 19, 19, November 19th. Uh, it's called PI Summit with the Masters. We've got a phenomenal lineup. Uh, Dr. Cruz, I believe you'll be there. Uh, I will be there. Yes. My memory serves. We've got just an incredibly good lineup this this year. So I, I uh, definitely want to tell anybody listening to go to seansteel.com slash events and get your tickets uh, now or soon. I don't know if they're up yet, but they will be in the next couple of days. Uh, SeanSteel.com slash events, November 19th, the PI Summit with the Masters. And one other plug I want to do, The Intelligent Chiropractor's Guide to Survival. Mm -hmm. It is a book. It is the first ever Sean and Alex book for chiropractors exclusively about PI. Uh, it is for the uh, brand new chiropractor as well as the experienced chiropractor. You will guarantee to learn something here. Uh, you have a copy of it that we can look at? I can show you what it might look like very, very quickly. Oh, I, I don't put know. him on the spot. I didn't think he could do yes. that. We'll see if he can, because we, we have, you know, like uh, less than 30 seconds. I know. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Well, you no. know, if you can't do it, well, any of it. We also, oh, my goodness, there it is. Uh, the smart looking guy that's sitting down, uh, you know, come on. It looks like he won an $11 million verdict. That can't be real. Well, I, I haven't yet. Yes, I know that was that you, you were anticipating great things were going to come. So intelligent chiropractor's guide to survival and PI, this is something that's kind of kind of fun. We got uh, forwards with Dr. Cleveland by Sam Collins, all the cool people. And uh, you want to have that in your library. Dave didn't even know we had that book. coming. I, I didn't. Hey, let me match what Alex said with the discount. If somebody if any of the docs want to sign up for an annual, we'll knock 50 bucks off. Use I am five zero. I am 50. We'll knock 50 bucks off that. And then my email address, if you don't mind, if people want to ask me questions, it. it's just dcruz, D-C-R-U-Z, at webexercise.com. Be happy to answer any questions.
Dr. Cruz, thank you so much for being here, Sean. As always, uh, the uh, next oh, well, let's plug next next uh, the very next podcast is coming up uh, next party time. Next month uh, is going to be episode thirty-one with Lawrence Adams. Dr. Lawrence Adams is the vice chair of the California Board of Chiropractic Examiners, and he will be on to talk about the one hundred year anniversary of the Chiropractic Act in California that established chiropractors, not only in California, but nationwide. We're very happy about that. Uh, so September 14th at one o'clock, you can also seansteelecom slash events. You can sign up to listen to that one as well. For everyone here at Sean Steele Law Firm and the podcast production team, we thank you all for listening and good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Good day.